Let me tell you about Jace Medical. Um, hmm. I would say, in fact, I'm writing this down now, my wife, uh, Jace Medical, because uh, we have not finished our prep on this. And I think about it every day and, I, and when I'm doing a commercial and then I forget about it. Mm-hmm. Go to jacemedical.com today. Get your emergency supply of antibiotics, your emergency supply of all of the medicine that anybody in your family takes. You can have a year's worth shipped to your home. So you have it on hand in case there's a problem. And I think there might be a problem. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Like if I, Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. Jace, medical.com. Enter the code BECK at checkout for a discount. How do you spell that, Glenn? J-A-S-E, medical.com. That's J-A-S-E, medical.com. You don't know how to spell medical? It's M-E-D-I-C-A-L. And dot is not D-O-T, it's a period. Too much to remember. I'd rather die from all the diseases. JaceMedical.com. <laughs> This is probably the end of the primary season, which is, hey, something new. But isn't everything that happens something new and exciting like we've never seen before? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang my hat there. You know what? This is new. We've never seen this before. This will be fun. Let's see how that works out, shall we? Uh, so we have the uh, New Hampshire primary today, uh, and uh, then, uh, then we have, uh, I mean. Some would say uh, is a problem that the Supreme Court just said Texas can't protect itself when the federal government fails to protect it. That kind of seems like a suicide pact. And I don't know, are we, as a country, are we, are we under the political uh, Canadian healthcare system where it's like, ah, Texas, you got some people coming over the border. Yeah, we're going to let that happen. Here, just take these pills and they will all go away. Where are we today and what's coming? We have <laughs> don't have a single answer for you, but we're going to have fun examining it. And we do that in 60 seconds. First, let me tell you about my Patriot Supply. Now, this is going to sound far-fetched, but let's say the world goes crazy tomorrow, you know, and everything is upside down. And, you know, and then there's like, I don't know, martial law or whatever happens. (laughs) Oh, that is going to be fun. And you know where I want to be on day one? At the grocery store. 
clubbing people over the head for that last bottle of water or, you know, the macaroni and cheese. Man. Oh, here's what I suggest. My Patriot Supply, where you can get at least three months of emergency food uh, and you can be properly prepared. Take care of your family so you're not part of the problem. You're part of the solution. Get started today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com where you can save $200 on an essential three-month emergency food kit. MyPatriotSupply.com. Eat right when things go wrong. 2,000 calories a day for every member of your family. It includes the drinks and the snacks and even, yes, yes, and I checked, pudding. Mmm. They had this, I was in their warehouse and they had this, like, gigantic box. It was all pudding. He had to lift it with a forklift. I tried to get it into my car. When the box wouldn't fit, I thought about just pouring it into the back seat of my car, but they wouldn't let me. Anyway, it's MyPatriotSupply.com. Order by 3 p.m. today. Get uh, free same-day shipping. It's MyPatriotSupply.com. Stu, is this going to be a fun day? It is. I mean, it's going to be new, exciting. We're going to see things that never have happened really before. I can't wait to see how all of them turn out. Yes, It's going to be too. incredible to watch. You know, an interesting journey, Glenn. And I don't think we're going to have to wait long. No. <laughs> you know? Mm. I think, you know, sometimes when we've been saying that, we're like, you know, five, ten years. I think, I, I, I think we're, you know, days, weeks, months before we can see how this all turns out, which is great. We know we're going to live through it so we can see it. Well, we don't know that, of course. Wow. Well, we, I mean, you may not the, be able to see it because you'll be in prison. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> so uh, let's uh, let's start with um, what's happening in New Hampshire. There is a new Trafalgar poll out. Yep, and yeah. uh, it doesn't look good for Nikki Haley. No, in fact, I would say my impression of this race is one that is moving quickly away from Haley having any impact in it. Uh, you know, we if we would have talked about this about a month ago, maybe three weeks ago, right after Chris Christie drops out, there's a real chance of Nikki Haley kind of keeping this close. There's some mm-hmm. polling that shows it in single digits, uh, you know, Christie dropping out. Most of her his voters likely go to yeah. her like all six of them. Yeah, well, he had 12 percent in, in New Hampshire. Yeah. I mean, it was the one state he was competitive. Mm-hmm. So there's an argument to be made that this was a I mean, it was always a leaning Trump race, but it was close to a toss up mm-hmm. there a few weeks ago. What has happened since the Iowa results have come in is it has consolidated, I would say, around Trump and the polling has moved as well. I mean, it was even even the polls that showed Trump with a lead were showing him with a you know, 13, 15 point lead in that range. Slew of polls came out uh, today. All of them had Trump up uh, 20 points or more. So this one does seem like it is moving towards Trump. I would not be surprised at all to see this to be real blowout territory. Uh, 23 in the Trump in the Trafalgar poll, Insider Advantage has it at 27, um, and with Trump at 62% of the vote. Um, JL Partners Daily Mail has it at 20 points. The Boston Globe, Suffolk University, which they're doing a, a tracking poll, kind of updating it by the day, uh, 22 points. The, the the previous poll had him up 19. It is it seems to be moving in the direction of Donald Trump showing a real blowout and at that point you'd look at this and say well probably this is completely over as yeah, because a in south carolina partner. you i mean it's pretty much of a career killer i mean even walter mm-hmm. mondale won his state again it was the only one mm-hmm. but he at least won his state against ronald reagan that was bad if she loses her own state 
That's not good. It's not good. Now, we saw this with you know, Marco Rubio in 2016, right? Lost Florida, and that was the end of his yeah. campaign. Now, in a weird way, DeSantis is Florida and Trump was Florida, so he kind of has multiple home states, mm-hmm. um, which is you know one of the nice features of being a billionaire. Uh, you can kind of be from anywhere. Yeah. Um, but I live in all 50 states. You know, Trump is not from South Carolina, no. quite clearly, and he already has a major lead there. Now, she has an impact, and there's an argument for her to say, why not stick around? She doesn't have, I would argue, the future of DeSantis in the party, or DeSantis has a, a real incentive yes. to get out of the way, endorse Trump, fall in line. He's got a future. He's, you know... Uh, he has I, a bright future. and a bright you future. Know, it is... Once they indicted Donald Trump, once that happened, um, he became the the underdog. He became Braveheart. Okay. Yeah. And he became a symbol. Mm-hmm. And you can't really beat a symbol. You can't beat a symbol. Right. So I think that's true. You know, it was interesting to watch as Trump has kind of done this tour. He's talked about DeSantis a little bit. And, uh, you know, of course, as is the way with Trump, you know, he's very aggressive against you when you're when you're running against him. And the second you endorse him, he's very, very nice to you. But when he made the the statement in a couple places, you know, I'm retiring the desanctimonious um, uh, name, the, the reaction from the crowd was cheering. Yeah. Like the, the crowd does not hate DeSantis. No, they don't. They actually really like him. He's still plus 40, 40 when it comes to favorability in the Republican Party. This is not a guy who destroyed himself in this race, no. despite what you're going to read online. No. Um, I, but I don't he know. He didn't do, honestly, mm-hmm. he didn't do, and this is not why I think she destroyed herself, um, but she didn't, he didn't do what Nikki Haley did, and that is come right after Donald Trump, be Chris Christie, and... I don't think she's done that. I don't oh, think... She's not been Chris Christie. No, she hasn't been Chris Christie, no. but she took some pages out of Chris Christie's notebook. Her, the reason why she is out of, uh, is it's not going to work, is she's out of step yeah, I, with the new Republican feeling, which is honestly, I mean, the left and the Democrats, I, I don't see any movement there except to the harder left. Yes. And that's not where Democrats live. I, I don't think the average Democrat in the middle of the country. That's not what they are for and live for. We have actually become much more um, when it comes to wars and things, much more like the Democratic Party used to be. We're suspicious of the machine. We're suspicious of the, you know, the industrial complex, military industrial complex, um, suspicious of the government, what we're doing overseas. We're becoming what the Democrats, we've moved. I think we don't want to sign up for that description of what we've become. No, no. I mean, if you were (laughs) if you were a Democrat, that's the way you would view us on the on war. That's not where I am. I'm still for. Look, you come and poke us in the eye and give us a bloody nose. We're going to take you out, but we're not going to get involved. And I don't want to rebuild everything or anything. I'm just going to say no. And we do that a few times and then just leave. We're we're going to teach people the lesson. Don't punch us in the face. Punch each other in the face. Well, I'm I'm going to have an opinion maybe on that, but I'm not going to get involved. Right. And I think that is you're right out of this out of step with the energy of the party. And that's why I, I'd ask you, Glenn, like 
while I think DeSantis quite clearly has a future, might not Big, be, pre- I think. might not be the president of the United States in 2028. Well, it might be though. 48 um, is waiting. But, right. <laughs> It could be. It yeah. could be that. But it's it's some obviously prominent role. He is not he is not um, done what Chris Christie has done, and like you know, no, no one would ever nobody. want him. Yeah. Nikki, Nikki Haley, I think, falls closer to the Chris Christie vibe than the DeSantis vibe coming out of this, right? Yeah. Where like it feels like if she doesn't win here or do something here, her future in the party probably is there. Like she probably will have some prominent position. Uh, mm. There's a lot of money in, in the, in the, in one side of the Republican party that is not the Donald Trump side. So it's, it's not to say that she has no future, but like, I don't think she's looking at herself as the 2028 candidate per se. And the reason I, so, so saying all that makes me think that her best piece of strategy is probably to stick around and, and pocket delegates over the long term and hope uh, that Donald Trump ha- runs into some major legal problem that changes the dynamic of the race in some way. Uh, that's a dark way of looking at the future, but what's the upside for her to just drop out and go away? I don't know that there is one, especially uh, with money. South Carolina next. But I mean, yeah, money. Y- you can run a, a bare bones. I mean, Ryan Binkley's still in the race. I doubt he has tons and tons. I mean, he has personal wealth, but he does not have tons and tons of donors coming in. Nikki Haley could run a bare bones campaign doing interviews on MSNBC for the next six months and, and probably not. Uh, be, yeah, uh, she's already on Trafalgar the ballot. Trafalgar is saying that, you know, there was a concerted effort to get Democrats to go out and vote for Nikki Haley. Yeah. Uh, and to get the independents who usually vote Democrat to come out for Nikki Haley. And now it's that seems to be falling apart and people are just going to if they do go, they're going to write in Joe Biden. Yeah, it, it's it's funny because the, the Democrats once again are making Trump's road easier. You can think of that what you will, but they the vast majority of voters in New Hampshire are independents. It's not like other states. Because the way that that um, the, the the registration goes for this primary is, if you're a Democrat, you cannot come today and register as a Republican and vote in the in the in the primary. If you're an independent, you can do that. So most people just stay independent and pick the primary that they want to go into, just do, you know, figuring out whatever they feel like at the time. The the long story on why the Democratic Party did this. Uh, Mr. President Democracy himself, who just cares so much about democracy, wound up losing Iowa and New Hampshire last time and then just deleted them off the calendar this time. That's the show of democracy from Joe Biden and the Democratic Party. But uh, they have a law there that they have to have the first primary, so they're holding it. It's a non-binding primary. They're not getting their delegates. However, it's become a big deal because other candidates filed there. And last minute, everyone's coming in on the Biden side and saying, maybe this would look bad for us if we don't win. Joe's the president of the United States. If Dean Phillips wins this primary, this is going to look bad. So they've dumped money in through super PACs to try to get people to write in Joe Biden, which is now taking those independent Democratic leading voters that may have crossed for Nikki Haley over to the Biden side. To try to get Biden to have a showing there so he doesn't embarrass himself. This is, this is so, so pathetic. It's so crazy. But it does. I think this is something that is legitimately going to hurt Haley's chances tonight. Because I do too. Because the people who just want to come out and hurt Trump are, ge- are being told by their people, no, go right in Joe Biden instead. So I don't know. I think that's part of the dynamic that's happening here. But I do expect Trump to to win and win probably handily, handily. tonight. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so too. Um, all right. 
We'll have more on that. Want to hear from you today. The number is 888-727-BECK. I have Mike Lee. I'm trying to get him for a full hour. Getting a senator for an hour is tough. I'm trying to get him for an hour because I would really like him to explain um, Amy Coney Barrett's thinking on the decision that SCOTUS made yesterday where Texas can't protect itself when the federal government doesn't protect it. Hmm. Uh, that's weird. Um, not seen that really before, not in a crisis, but we'll get his thought on that. And I think we have to have some adult conversations. Uh, yeah, no, not that kind of an adult conversation. We need to have an adult conversation. <laughs> I don't Although, think anyone thought. I think we'd probably rather have that kind of adult conversation than not the adult in this room. I would not know. Not in this mm-hmm. room. It would be uncomfortable and icky, <laughs> uh, and you'd never be able to get it out of your mind. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. and I, I, you didn't even have the conversation. I'm already having trouble getting yeah, it out of my I mind. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. So let, let's let's move on from yeah. that. That's coming up next hour. Not that, but another. <laughs> Jace Medical. The very last words you want to hear at the pharmacy is, sorry, we don't have any of that. There's a shortage. Unfortunately, Americans are hearing a lot of that these days because almost all of our medications are manufactured overseas and we don't control that. Now, what is the thing we learned um, about, you know, COVID from COVID? Well, we learned that the government could lock us in our houses, that we'd go along, that our 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 churches would be sheep. Oh, what else? Oh, I learned that maybe we shouldn't rely on other countries to supply us with essential things. But nope, nobody else apparently learned that except you and me. So here's what you do. Take that lesson and put it into action. Personalized emergency American, uh, medication kit. The JACE case. J-A-S-E. Five essential antibiotics which treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections. It's customizable with dozens of add-on medications available. So you can choose the ones that best fit you and your family's needs. They even have ivermectin as an add-on option. You know, because disease X is coming. Oh, is that like Razor X? I always, I always thought he should just tell his brother who he was. Speed racer. Racer. No, uh, it's Disease X. A lot different than um, Speed Racer's Racer X. Although I think there are some monkeys involved in Disease X as well. Jace is simple. You go online, fill out a form, then get a prescription. I'm sorry, you don't know what it's like to live in my mind. Life-saving medications delivered right to your door. The Jace case gives you peace of mind, so you're not just uh, hoping you have access to medication in an emergency. You actually have it. Jace, J-A-S-E medical.com. Jace Medical. Enter the promo code PREPARED at checkout and get a discount. 10 seconds, station ID. Oh, boy. Hello, Stu. Glenn, what a wonderful day. It is a wonderful day in the neighborhood, and I like you just the way you are. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, it's an interesting... This should be... I think the Democratic part of this is sort of fascinating in that, you know, this idea that they had to just eliminate these, these states. I haven't heard really anyone talk about this. This is the guy... This is the party that is pitching to you that all they do is care about democracy. Wherever the chips may fall, your vote matters. And this is the party that eliminated the two states that the lead candidate lost and be- because, you know, uh, because, oh, they're too white. 
Yeah. What's crazy is <laughs> unreal. They talk about disenfranchising voters and how the Republicans are disenfranchised. They don't want to count every vote. They will disenfranchise two states, two states, two entire states. Traditional leaders in this process. Again, I don't like this process. I, you know, I, I, yeah. I can't stand it. I don't understand why we do it this way. But OK, you, you want to change it up. So they've now changed it to the state. You know, the one that just happened to rescue Joe Biden's campaign. You know, Joe, as soon as he wins, I mean, they talk about Trump doing this stuff, right? And they act as if he's Mr. Anti-Democracy. Look at what they're doing. These poor people in New Hampshire are doing a Democratic primary because they are required to by state law. And then they're just not going to give them any delegates for it. Because Joe Biden didn't like that he lost last time. He was angry that he lost Iowa. He lost New Hampshire. South Carolina let him win. Therefore, they get rewarded with the first primary. Does anybody notice that every time they accuse somebody of doing something, Mm. that's what they're doing? Has Mm. anybody noticed that? Does seem to happen over and over and over again. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy. Every single time. You know, uh, Donald Trump, if he gets elected, he's going to try to put his opponents in jail. What? That's what you're doing. That is what you're doing now. Currently, everyone knows you're doing it. We all watch the news. We all know that you're uh, trying to take your opponent off the ballot. And like, what form of democracy is that? What form of democracy has one name on the ballot? What form of democracy? It's the Saddam Hussein-style democracy. What What? What democracy claims someone is uh, an insurrectionist when he's not ever, not just been tried and found guilty, not been tried, not even charged no. with that? Not even charged in the impeachment right. uh, for it. And all of a sudden they just claim he is an insurrectionist without any legal anything and they did it from day one too which oh, is pathetic they they knew they could have charged him with insurrection they didn't because they knew they would never win it and then they just started saying it on television over and over again hoping that they could use that later as the evidence to get him tossed you know off the i just keep coming back to you know who the real villain here is is us 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 us, us. the people who are just dead asleep and are like ah nothing's going on it's just you know it's a same old same old no it's not no it's not no it's not no joke no joke i'm not joking folks glenn beck now really isn't the time for me or you or any of us to be anything less than fully aware of what's going on and diligent in the fight against the things that are destroying our country. We need you in the fight. And I mean that sincerely. We need every single person within the sound of my voice in the fight, standing up, squaring your shoulders, knowing that you are powerful, knowing that you have the ability to make changes can be difficult to do, however, if you're constantly living in pain and pain takes you out of the game, robs you of your focus, your ability just to enjoy life. Believe me, I know I used to be there until I started taking Relief Factor. It's a daily supplement that helps your body fight that pain by fighting inflammation. It's 100% drug free, developed by doctors to help reduce or eliminate pain. 
Over a million people have tried Relief Factor's Quick Start Kit. 70% of them have gone on to order more. See how Relief Factor can help you. Three-week Quick Start. 1995 comes with Relief Factor's Feel Better or Your Money Back Guarantee. Give it a try. ReliefFactor.com. 1-800-4-RELIEF. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn30. You can save 30 bucks off your annual subscription to Blaze TV. Let's uh, talk to Tim in New Hampshire. Hello, Tim. Have you voted yet? Yes, I just voted about an hour ago. Great. Good for you. Marianne Williamson? <laughs> oh, no, no. I, I voted for Trump. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Mm, that's surprising. Wow, yeah. yeah. Not a Marianne Williamson yeah, I, supporter. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I don't even know who that is. There was a lot of people on there. <laughs> I had no idea who they were. I swear there was like 20 people. I'm like, I didn't even know there were this many candidates. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of minor candidates that that were able to mm-hmm. qualify, especially in, in New Hampshire, because they knew Biden Biden on the Democratic side wasn't going to be there. So people, everyone launched. So tell me, Tim, with the Democrats, do you hear any Democrat talking about, you know, they're disenfranchising our vote? They're not giving us any delegates. Do you hear any talk uh, about that? I honestly, I mean, I feel like there's so few of them that, I, that, that I've talked to. I mean, he, I know Biden supporters that are like, I'm voting for Trump. Uh, I know I, most people that I know that voted differently in the last election, um, they're they're going towards Trump. And the other thing, too, is there, I haven't seen a single Trump sign. Um, I, the only one I've seen is someone was stomping on it on the way to uh, <laughs> on the way driving somewhere. Um, literally, and there's another one. I think it was a Trump sign, but I think they like took scissors to it or something. It was all slashed up. I'm like, it's blue. It could be a Nikki Haley sign. I have no idea. Um, but everybody talks. I think it's almost like everybody is almost afraid. It's kind of like the Bubba effect on steroids. Yeah. Like I feel like if you vote, if you're a Trump supporter, you're kind of a second class person. But I think we're all realizing we're the majority. Yeah. Like, and then the injustice thing. There's a huge injustice vote. Um, I, and I think that's New Hampshire's a, a state that prides itself on justice, live free or die. Yeah. Like and there's a sense of injustice. Um, that's, that's something that most people generally like dive into as a cause. And, uh, I think that's, what's driving out people who voted for Biden, people who there's some, there's a lot of Nikki Haley signs, uh, everywhere in, I'm uh, getting five to eight mailers a day. I mean, millions of dollars, mm-hmm. but New, New Hampshire sees that. I think that's that's pissed a lot of people off, actually. Why? Sorry, I can't say that on the radio. Well, yeah, you can. Uh, Why? Th- think of the sheer amount of money that they've spent. And Trump spent nothing. And all that money is coming from people that don't, uh, Democrats, special interest groups, and stuff like that. And when you, I actually talked to one person today, five to eight mailers a day, and they're like, I haven't gotten any from any other candidate. They're literally mm-hmm. just trying to buy New Hampshire. The one thing in New Hampshire, uh, if you, if you if you get the sense that New Hampshire, someone's trying to buy New Hampshire, it may, it makes you angry. And they were angry. They're like the amount of money that they spend for these mailers, the amount of money they spend for the advertisements. I haven't seen any other candidate. This is not a one person race, and I'm voting just against that because that's not what I want for president. They're going to be beholden to all these people. Wow, it's nuts. You know, I I, I think Tim, you're exactly right, and and I think that's where Nikki Haley made her biggest mistake, taking money from the left. 
Yeah, I mean, that just even if it's establishment awful. Republicans, you know, you can you can live yeah. with that. I think you know people who outwardly want Democrats to win, giving you money, like it's you got you got to re- now yeah. I, most of that money. To be fair to Nikki Haley, went to a super PAC that she can't control. So uh, it's not necessarily something she could have rejected, but she could have been outspoken about saying, I don't want that money. I hope that they reject yeah, it. Yeah, she didn't yeah. do that. She was like more like, oh, well, we'll I got anything. this money. And yep. uh, you know what? The only reason Ron DeSantis doesn't get it, doesn't like it is because he's not getting that money. Like that's not a, no, that's not a good approach. It's not good. Steve, New Hampshire. Welcome. Hi, how are you doing? Good. How are you, Steve? Good. Um, at midnight, get snow not. Um, they have a population of six. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, they, they voted, and it was all six for Nikki Haley. Wow. Wow. 100% of the vote. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm revising my estimates. Yeah. Mm. Oh, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't do that. No, I won't. Yeah. Uh, I won't. <laughs> but I went to vote quarter past seven, and there was a moderate turnout, you know, at that. I voted here for 20 years, and it's like 20, you know, it was good. Mm-hmm. But what surprised me is, like, when I went in, I'm an independent, and I had to change to Republican. And, like, on the Republican roster, there's, like, 20, 30 pages of 15, 20 names on each page. And then when I had, when after I voted, I had to go back and go back to independent. And there was over 50 pages of independence. Now, that's great because there's so many independents here that I think that it's good for Trump. So you don't think that people are switching to become uh, a part of the Republicans who are actually doing some sort of shadow game and they're Democrats? I haven't seen it. Um, and what I have seen is that there's people out in front of the polls uh, with uh, right in Joe Biden. Yeah, that's a big thing. By the way, we should point out to people if you're if you're in New Hampshire, you're looking to write in Joe Biden, and this is true. You just have to write him in right under Vermin Supreme. That's another candidate running. So you have to find Vermin Supreme and under no, that really? Yeah, and Vermin Supreme, by the way, is a candidate known uh he's runs for office a lot. He's known for wearing a boot on his head. So just look for, you look below the person who has a boot on their head, and that's where you can write in Joe Biden. Vermin Supreme. Doesn't that sound something like that you would ask for at a Dairy Queen in hell? (laughs) Uh, I think I'll have the Vermin Vermin Supreme. Supreme Sounds good, actually. Is that value meal with that? You guys uh, supersize it? And by the way, you can write in Joe Biden's name if you're so inclined to do that, but I... Wow. Actually, I mean, pulling the lever for one is one thing. Actually having to write the whole name out, doesn't that give you enough time to think, wow, this is crazy. This is really Vermin Supreme. Right. I mean, Vermin Supreme is a better candidate. Let's be honest about it. (laughs) Uh, Let me go to uh, Annie. Hello, Annie in Alabama. Hey there. How you doing? Good. Good. Put your tinfoil hat on and humor me for just a minute. Mm -hmm. Um. I, I think, you know, all these military-aged men coming over the border, getting paid, mm-hmm. I don't think it's just for votes. I think they are paid by the U.N., and I honestly think that they're being armed and trained in sleeper cells to go up against Americans this year. Okay, well, right. do you have any evidence of that? 
No, it's a hunch. But okay. why when men go to war, they leave women and children at home. Uh huh. And there's not a whole lot of women and children coming over the border. Right. And they're filling up their grocery baskets. I mean, I see them at the Walmart in Robertsdale where they sit and wait for a bus and they're just, they fill up their baskets full of stuff while we're all struggling, but they just, they don't, they look nefarious to me. Okay. Well, um, thank you, Annie. This is a good example of a conspiracy theory um, that, that's just somebody, Annie, thinking, seeing stuff and going, you know what? I think that means. Uh, and uh, and there's no evidence of, of any of that. No, no. I mean, it is is a, I mean, look, it, it, you're right, does not have any evidence <laughs> to it. But I will say that it, it, a lot of people, um, it, it is reminiscent of a feeling that I do hear often online, right, of people who are reaching for explanations because, because the world doesn't make sense, makes right? Sense. That's yes. a problem. That's And that's what happens. When the world doesn't make sense uh, and the government or authorities tell you things that also don't make sense, then you have a problem. And we're having that problem now in Texas. Um, Amy Coney Barrett voted with the Biden administration saying that Texas didn't have a right to protect itself as the John Roberts. Although I don't know that that's worth bringing up at this no, point. It's and not that's why you didn't bring yeah. it up, but it yeah. is notable. Uh, so you, you know, this isn't, this isn't uh, like any other time in American history. It, th- there is no way to call 10,000, sorry, 10 million people coming over our border. Anything less than an invasion. It is the Chinese invasion plan for Russia, how to collapse them. It's an invasion. Um, And for Texas to say, you're not protecting the border. You're not doing your job, so we'll do it. For them not to have the right to protect their own state and their own people um, is crazy. Is crazy. It makes the Constitution into a suicide pact. And I'm sorry I haven't heard a good explanation on why that is, why that has to be that way. So we have Mike Lee coming on in just a few minutes. We're going to talk about the border. Uh, and we have to have a real, a real honest conversation because we're approaching times. We're in constitutional crisis every day on five, six, ten different things. In the news, I, I could go through the news end of the day and say constitutional crisis. This is a constitutional crisis. This is a constitutional crisis. And we used to avoid those. Now it's like we're we've got somebody printing up new constitutional crisis every day. I mean, and it's not just from the left. I think people are 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 terrified. I, how many times have I heard? I mean, you, I think you've heard this as well, Glenn. People saying in re, in reaction to this SCOTUS ruling, what? Texas should do is ignore it and like look I see the motivation behind that I see the argument behind it I but understand the passion behind it but them and it's like and I can't answer the that. system is gonna is another way for for chaos to Correct. reign and man but it I, needs oh. to be solved and it's a dangerous time I don't know this is where the Bubba effect comes in you know you add a a terrorist strike on top of this and People of Texas are going to say, uh-uh, no, no more. Uh, and, you know, while I don't want to become them, I do want to stand up for my country, and I am at a loss for answers. 
I, I will tell you that I've, <laughs> I've had some conversations recently about, okay, what do we do? How, how do we handle this? What's right? What's wrong? And this is the first time in this whole thing that I think the, the black and white is more gray. Because I can't. Can you answer that, Stu? I mean, other than I don't want to become them. How do you not do the right thing for the state, the safety and the and, and the republic, not just the state of Texas, the whole republic? If the federal government won't do what the law says they must do, if they won't do it. Do do we just allow it to happen? Do you know an answer? Yeah, I mean, look, we we dealt with this back when Arizona passed a law to prepare themselves, uh, to protect themselves on the border, and they were overturned by the Supreme Court. Look, you have the strength of the country has always been the Constitution and the the process, and I know, and and that's been one of the reasons why we've hung around and the Constitution's hung around for a long time, right? Unlike other countries. Look, there may be other ways to do these things. I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna ask this question to Mike Lee. Yeah, uh, I would love and, to hear, and, and I would love to hear his argument on 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 Amy Coney Barrett too. I mean, there may yeah, be a process reason I'm not getting there. Yeah. What's her yeah. argument outside of just being wrong? So one of the best <laughs> historians on the Constitution and knowing the Constitution inside and out, knowing what the founders wrote about, uh, what they believed, and what we are supposed to do i think he would have answers and he's coming up in just a few minutes first thomas wrote in about his dog's experience with rough greens he says i have two huskies and i have to admit i didn't expect much i thought for sure it was a gimmick but i'm a believer it's only three weeks and their fur looks incredible they have excitement and stamina that is overwhelming again thank you thomas thanks for writing in thanks for listening Thanks for letting your dog try Rough Greens. I hear you. This is the same way Uno was. It's not a dog food. It's a supplement. It was developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black. You sprinkle it on your dog's food. Brown food is dead food. You want the green stuff. If it's healthy for your dog, it's probably in Rough Greens. And the folks at Rough Greens are so confident your dog is going to love it and that you'll see a difference over time that they have a special deal for you. Just go to roughgreens.com slash back or call 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. That's 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. They'll give you your first trial bag free. You just pay for shipping. It's roughgreens.com slash back or 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Are opinions weighing you down? Call in and let it out. 888-727-BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck Program. Um, You know, in reading uh, the arguments of what the Supreme Court said, the, the federal government was arguing that the uh, the razor wire makes it difficult for the federal government to do its job. It makes it very dangerous for those people. And I don't think anybody believes that. Um, but okay, so it makes it dangerous for them and, and it makes it dangerous for illegals. Right. That's why you put it there. 
It is a deterrent. We have no idea what's coming across our border. Listen to this. This, this uh, came out a couple of days ago. Um, I want you to listen to what some people who are just down at the border, seeing border crosses and asking, who are you? Where are you? Where are you from? What are you doing here? Listen to this exchange. If you are smart enough, you would know who I am. But you are really not smart enough to know who I am. But soon you're going to know who I am. Very easy. easy. Okay, stop. If you were smart enough, you'd know who I am. Do we have anybody in uh, Department of Homeland uh, Homeland Security that is curious at all? Has anyone run his picture through a database to know who he is? He sounds Middle Eastern. You're too stupid to know who I am. But soon, everyone will know who I am. That sounds like a threat. Now, do we have to allow these people come in to come in? If, if the federal government wasn't responding and it was a military that was coming in with uniforms and there were 10 million of them and it was clearly an invasion... And if the government said, Texas, you can't do anything about it, is that true? Texas couldn't do anything about it? Uh, When the government fails to do its job, does it mean that that job just isn't done? Mike Lee is here to answer some of these questions when we come back. Beck program. Last week, I called a friend of mine uh, and I said, hey, I've heard you say this a million times and I just found it written on my son's window in a, you know, erasable marker. And uh, I, I really want to share it with my audience. May I steal it from you? And uh, it was Tony Robbins and he said, yeah. Basically, we kind of had the same rule. You steal from me, you stole it twice. But... Uh, here is, uh, here's what was written on my son's window, and I think everyone should start their day saying this, and it should become a mantra, a chant. Now I am the voice. I will lead, not follow. I will believe, not doubt. I will create, not destroy. I am a force for good. I am a force for God. I am a leader. Defy the odds. Set a new standard. Step up. Would you say those out loud if you're in your car or wherever you are? Just say that like you mean it. 
Now I am the voice. I will lead, not follow. I will believe, not doubt. I will create, not destroy. I am a force for good. I am a force for God. I am a leader. Defy the odds. Set a new standard and step up. Now, what does that look like in practice with a Supreme Court that has just ruled against Texas protecting its own borders? Mike Lee joins us in 60 seconds. And let me tell you about Gen 90. It's the new instant wrinkle treatment from GenuCell. Gen 90 instantly reduces the appearances of wrinkles anywhere you use it, around the eyes, the forehead, the crow's feet, the laugh lines, even the chin, and it starts working in just seconds. Gen 90 technology is luxurious, nourishing, and silk smooth. Best of all, it starts working in seconds. You'll know because you feel the tingle every single time you use it. There's a reason why GenuCell has 400% more customer loyalty than other skincare brands, and Gen 90 is now on sale at GenuCell.com. Of course, it's included in their bestseller packages. Before you go overseas and get some crazy treatment and spend thousands of dollars to try to look better, try Gen 90 first. This is the best in skincare, and you can make your fine lines and wrinkles disappear wherever they are and before you even leave the room, or you'll get your money back. So there's no risk here. The beauty of GenuCell is that it really works, and you're going to love it. GenuCell.com slash Beck. Free shipping on all orders now at GenuCell.com slash Beck. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Beck. Senator Mike Lee, because I will lead and not follow, I believe and not doubt, I will create, not destroy, because I'm a force for good, I'm a force for God, I'm a leader, and we can define, uh, defy the odds, I need your help today in understanding the news and where we go from here because if it's if it's not this it will be something because we're facing constitutional crisis after constitutional crisis and uh i'm i'm not sure how to react but i know there's a lot of people saying this is out of line we should ignore the supreme court but that makes us them but what else are you going to do? First, let's go over what the Supreme Court decided yesterday, Mike. Okay, so yesterday the Supreme Court issued an order. Not an opinion, just a very brief order. Undoing uh, an order that was released by the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit on December 19th. Now, remember, the, the Courts of Appeals are, are, um, are numbered throughout the country. The Fifth Circuit includes the state of Texas. Uh, and uh, the Fifth Circuit on December 19th had issued an order in joining the uh, Biden administration from taking down barriers put in place by uh, the state of Texas. See, the state of Texas uh, wanted to make sure that um, they restore some semblance of the rule of law in their state. Mm-hmm. They decided to put up these barriers along the border. Say, we, we, we don't want to do this. The Biden administration started taking actions indicating its plans to take down the concertina wire and uh, the other barriers. So Texas uh, brought suit against the Department of Homeland Security and others in the Biden administration and said, we want an injunction telling them 
telling the Biden administration that may not take down these barriers. The Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals on December 19th uh, issued such an injunction. And immediately, the Biden administration went to the Supreme Court and filed an emergency application to vacate that injunction. In other words, to, to undo it. And the operative portion of the order from yesterday is just found in a sentence. It's inclusive of a total of four sentences, but this one is, is, is the operative language. The December 19th, 2023 order of the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit is vacated. That's it. Then there's a separate line that says Justice Thomas, Justice Alito, Justice Gorsuch, and Justice Kavanaugh would deny the application to vacate the injunction. So with, with that, the Supreme Court of the United States just undid this. And what this tells us then is that it was Chief Justice Roberts, along with Justice Kagan, Justice Sotomayor, and Justice Jackson, who were in the majority on this. And that is all we know about their rationale, all we know about what happened. So all of a sudden, Texas, having won this uh, round of litigation, the previous round of litigation in the Court of Appeals, is now sort of back to square one, being told you lose. And yet we don't have the analysis as to why or what this means, and everything is in a state of disorder. So, uh, first of all, can you explain uh, Barrett's joining the other side? I mean, uh, any guess to what she was thinking? Yeah. Okay, so all I can do is guess. Uh, All I can do is offer conjecture uh, because there's no analysis. If I were to guess, I... I, I, Hang on just a sec. Before you go on, is that unusual that there was no analysis? It's not unusual given the procedural posture in which they find themselves. In other words, this side of the court's docket, the emergency applications docket, uh, is itself something that the justices have to do as they're doing their other ordinary business, as they're writing opinions in other cases. And they, they, they... because of the nature of it, it's it's a yes or no uh, up or down thing most of Got the time. It. So okay. that part's not surprising, but it is surprising given the nature of this dispute and the complexity of and urgency of this that we would have this. It's uh, it, it's at least difficult uh, to figure out what to do. So if I had to guess as to what her analysis might have been and, and that of Chief Justice Roberts, it would be that they reached some kind of conclusion that you know we don't want the the uh, courts to be weaponized. We don't want to be perceived, certainly as justices, as playing only on the team of the political party of the presidents who appointed us. And therefore, I, we, speaking, you know, either as Justice, uh, uh, either as Chief Justice Roberts uh, or Justice Barrett or both of them, uh, we're going to we're going to decide to uh, side with the Democrats on this one that, that, so that we don't over politicize this. But I, I really find that difficult to grasp that they would do it in that circumstance. Um, and yet I don't see a, a good reason. I, I don't see a, an explanation that makes a lot of sense. It goes much beyond that. Uh, because mm. I, I, I don't understand why it's a bad thing to have the state of Texas trying to protect the people of Texas from these swarms of people who are pouring across their borders without documentation and destroying property along the way, converting property as if it were their own and destroying it as they, uh, as they cross in illegally. I, I don't understand what the compelling need is 
or, or what principle of law would be violated by the state of Texas trying to protect the people of Texas? Let me ask you something. Um, the Constitution says that it is the, the federal government's job to protect the borders, um, but they're not doing their job, obviously. Uh, in fact, they're enabling those um, people trying to come in, and they are enabling uh, drug cartels, drugs coming over, killing our citizens, criminals coming over. We know terrorists have come over now. Uh, they're enabling those who rape and sell into sex slavery. I mean, it's it's bad stuff. It's not even close. And what the justices are saying is, Texas, you don't have the right to protect your own borders. That's our job. Um, let me let me ask you, if a military came over, they, let's say these 10 million people all had military uniforms, um, but you know, only a few of them had guns. And it, it was clear this was an invasion by an army. And the federal government decided to say, nah, well, they, they can keep crossing in. Would they have the right to say to Texas or anybody else, you don't have the right to have a militia or, uh, you know, call up your National Guard and, and push these people back? Is, is the Constitution a, a suicide pack? Certainly not. And, and specifically in that kind of circumstance, it wouldn't be. There are two separate provisions of the Constitution that tell us this. One is found in Article 4, Section 4, which says that the United States uh, shall guarantee to every state a Republican form of government. And on application of a state, uh, uh, typically the legislature, uh, uh, shall protect each of them from invasion. So that's an affirmative obligation by the United States to protect each state from invasion. Now, there's also a, a, uh, something that defends in the Constitution a separate right of the state to stand up for itself upon being invaded. And that's found in, in Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, which um, is a provision that tells the states a bunch of stuff that they can't do on their own without the consent of Congress, but then contains a carve-out uh, for circumstances in which a state is actually invaded. Yeah, but the only in difference words, in one scenario... In war. The, the, only, the only difference is in these two scenarios is 10 million people are coming over uh, not in uniform. But right. that's it. I mean, it's an invasion. That's right. And it's no less of an invasion simply because they're not organized formally as a, a military or we don't think of them. They, they, they are not a military, but it's an invasion nonetheless. Uh, throughout history, there have been instances of invasions of uh, many countries around the world. Uh, some are armed, organized invasions. Others are not. But it's an invasion nonetheless. They are being invaded by people who don't belong there and people who uh, threaten to subvert the order of things and the rule of law as they enter. So the, the fact that there is an invasion and the fact that the state of Texas feels the need to protect its own citizens from this puts Texas, in my view, in a very solid position. Now, I assume that for the four justices who dissented, that is, for Justices Thomas, Alito, Kavanaugh, and Gorsuch, that that was their rationale. We're all still grasping to understand what the rationale of the majority was. Uh, 
other than, as you say, uh, probably reason, well, immigration is the, the thing that is done by the federal government, and it's not done by the state of Texas, therefore case closed. But that doesn't answer the question. It doesn't answer the, the Article 1, Section 10, or the Article 4, Section 4 question that we just discussed. And as a practical matter, it leaves the state of Texas in an untenable position. Okay, so now, Mike, I, 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 we have to have a serious adult conversations, and we have to start modeling these conversations and having these conversations and, uh, and have them as rational, reasonable citizens of a republic and uh, as adults. And if you as a listener can't handle that, then you should go away. Um, because I think some questions need to be asked. And if not now, very soon on whatever the next topic might be. We'll go there here in 60 seconds. Said it a million times, you are the first responder in emergency situations. You are the first responder. It was the Carter administration that changed that to the 911 people. No, you are. They back you up. You call for backup. Sometimes that means using deadly force, but a lot of times the situation doesn't call for deadly violence. And when you're armed with a Berna launcher, you have the perfect combination of man-stopping power that won't kill and protection for yourself and your family. And you combine that with a gun in case they just don't stop, uh, you got a gun. And deadly force is maybe necessary. This is a non-lethal alternative to safeguarding your home that will teach someone a very painful but non-lethal lesson. It's legal in all 50 states, no permits or background checks required, and it can be used by all age groups over 18. This, I think, can be used in New York City, although I think they fine you like 50 bucks if you're, if you're carrying one, but it's just like a misdemeanor. Um, you'll have to check on that in New York City. Don't, don't take my word for that. But... Uh, to protect myself and my family on a subway or in the streets of New York, uh, that's worth $50 to me. Anyway, the burn and launcher, powerful deterrents like tear gas and kinetic rounds can incapacitate an attacker for 40 minutes. It's a great addition to your home's defense. Visit Burna.com. That's B-Y-R-N-A. B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Glenn. Burna.com slash Glenn. Save 10% off your purchase Burna.com slash Glenn. 10 seconds, station ID. You know, Mike, um, there was a guy named Martin Luther King. I know you know. Uh, and he, he taught people how to resist peacefully. And uh, nobody's teaching that. Nobody's pushing for that. Ah, our pastors are all out to lunch. Um, but there are people now who are saying, uh, we need to go. In fact, could you read Tucker Carlson's tweet uh, from yesterday? I uh, don't have that handy, but I can look for it. it basically, he says, where are the men of Texas standing up? Well, the men of Texas standing up, um, I, I, I don't know exactly what that means, Tucker. Um, because many of us are standing up and we're speaking out. At what point um, do people, uh, are people justified at all to say, yeah, it makes me kind of like them, but
but we got to stop this. So in other words, defying the Supreme Court and just doing it anyway. I don't like that. Now, look, uh, the rule of law is important to us. That's the whole reason why Texas is trying to take this action to begin with, is to preserve the rule of law. And for that reason, uh, everything possible needs to be done uh, to comply with the rule of law, even if it means going along with a a court order uh, that one doesn't like and uh, finding other ways uh, to be persuasive to get it done. But keep in mind something, Glenn. Um, the, the Supreme Court's order from yesterday does not order the state of Texas to do anything. As I read it, all it says is that they vacate the Fifth Circuit's order from the 19th of December, which had itself enjoined uh, the Biden administration from taking down the barricades. So there's nothing affirmatively that the state of Texas has to do in order to comply with this uh, order from the Supreme Court. It just lifts the legal impediment from the Biden administration that had previously told them, don't take down the barricades. Right. So one interesting question is, what exactly is the Biden administration going to do now? Is the Biden administration really, seriously, with a straight face, are, are they going to say, yes, cut the wires? Yes. Remove all the concertina wire? Yes. And, um, and do all that. Uh, Glenn, remember something. We, we have seen in the last month more people pouring across our border unlawfully uh-huh. than has ever been observed uh-huh. in our nearly two and a half centuries of existence as a nation. And our border patrol agents and everybody else who works with them on this, they're all overwhelmed. I've been down to the border just in the last few weeks alone. I lived down uh, on the border in the McCown area as a missionary for two years. I know this area well. Are they really going to say, this is where we want our, our, our efforts focus to be going in there, removing barricades, whose sole purpose is to protect the people of the state of Texas and, frankly, even the people who are being human trafficked along uh, the border? Aren't they really going to say that's where yeah. we want them? Yeah. Bring up the wire cutters. Stop processing everything they, else. Stop. Everything else you're doing. They've they already really done that, do Mike. That? They've already done that. They were cutting the wires in Texas. I mean, they, they what makes you think they won't they do that? For a few weeks. What? They, they, they were cutting them. They had to stop for three weeks. But in the meantime, Texas put down a whole lot more wire. And they've got more wire now. I mean, it, this really would be a massive undertaking. And if after, uh, after the month of December 2023, just last month, are they really going to go back in? and undertake that huge effort again. Mm-hmm. If so, this raises all kinds of other questions. And if so, I think this could end up being the very best thing, the single greatest momentum uh, uh, producing exercise for the Donald Trump campaign. Because this is the president of the United States who loves lawlessness, if this is truly what he wants to do. And we've got to make that point loud and clear. Okay, um, hang on just a sec, Mike, because uh I, I just want to wrestle with you on some philosophical questions here that I think we need to have a conversation on in the light of history. Glenn Beck. Sunday was the National Sanctity of Human Life Day in honor of the over 65 million babies who have been aborted since Roe versus Wade became law of the land. Thank God Roe is no longer law of the land. 
unfortunately, our job as members of the pro-life community, far from over. In fact, it's really just getting started as the left is pushing abortions harder and harder all the time. Today, the abortion pill accounts for 50% of all abortions. That makes, you know, your daughter's or your neighbor's daughter, um, it makes their bathroom a abortion clinic. Preborn has rescued over 280,000 babies from abortion, and every day we rescue 200 more. When a woman considering an abortion hears her baby's heartbeat and sees that baby on an ultrasound, the baby's chance of life is doubled. If you have the means, would you consider a leadership gift to save babies in a big way? $5,000 will sponsor Preborn's entire network for 24 hours. Uh, to donate, dial pound 250, say the keyword baby. It's pound 250, keyword baby, or donate at preborn.com slash Beck. Preborn.com slash Beck, sponsored by Preborn. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn and use the code Glenn30 to sign up to Blaze TV and save 30 bucks. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. I think it's time that we start to have adult conversations because I hear people talking seriously more and more about secession or going against in the texas case going against the supreme court which makes us them um and people ask me all the time well then what is the line glenn and i keep saying you'll know it when you see it um when do you stand up well you can stand up politically you can stand up in march although nobody is um you can stand up at you know the polls think that's very important but mike i i i can you talk a little bit about the difference well just what this means uh that to secure these rights governments are instituted among men deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it and to institute new government laying its foundations on such principles and organizing its powers in such forms as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence indeed will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light or transient causes. And accordingly, all experience has shown that mankind is more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms of which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariable the same object invinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and provide new guards for their future security. I am not saying I don't want this. I don't, I'm not pushing for it. I, I just... I'm reading the words. I don't think the time is now by any stretch of the imagination. But what does that mean, Mike? And and how do you do this and not become everything you despise? Well, first of all, we do have to remember we still have elections in this country. And there are ways in which we can throw off a government and administration can throw it off, meaning we can uh, elect a different government. Uh, one that won't do things like this. And frankly, it's, it's an action as severe as self-destructive 
and as harmful to the people as this that might well propel uh, the, a different election outcome in 2024 mm-hmm. than what we had in 2020. Uh, because the American people can see what's happening. And whether they've read the briefing in this case or not, they know on some level that the U.S. government, uh, the Biden administration, is, is relying on the fact that it has access to private lands within 25 miles of the international border uh, uh, for the purpose of patrolling the border to prevent the illegal a- entry of aliens. That, that was the statutory language that they quoted as a, a reason why Texas couldn't set up barriers, because those barriers would interfere with the Border Patrol's access to this area. And the American people can see that there's some folly in their relying on that because they are not enforcing the border. They, they're, they're removing those, the barriers from what I can tell, from what up, appears visible from my vantage point, in a way that makes it easier for the cartels uh, to send the people across the border and get them into the interior of the country. So as they see that, the political process itself contains a solution. And whenever that does, I think that's one of the things that we have to take into account when we're cautioned against overthrowing an entire government for light or transient causes. It's not that this is a light or transient cause so much as it is that we have means at our disposal of making a change in government, uh, not amounting to a violent revolution. Yes. And we should And do I, by the way, I want to make sure that I I am I'm asking you this because you're one of the most reasonable men I know. You're not for this. I am not for breaking the country up or anything like that. I just I just need to know how to answer. Why don't we why don't we defy the Supreme Court? Um, you know, because that's what they do. And it doesn't seem like we have any tools left. And my answer is because I don't want to be like them. And that's wrong. You know it. Um, you can be angry, as the scriptures say, be angry, but do not sin. Don't become them. Um, but uh, things are dicey. Things are really dicey with everything that's going on. They, they are dicey, and and again, if we're talking about if we're talking about defying the order of the Supreme Court, there's nothing for the state of Texas to defy Aye. here. Okay, because the, the, uh, all they've done is they've gotten rid of the order that previously uh, would have um, uh, restricted the Biden administration's ability to take down the barrier. They've now removed that injunction, so there's nothing for Texas to comply with or to defy. This is just. Uh, now these guys uh, can go in if they want to and start removing the razor wire. If they do that, as they do that, to the extent they do that, they'll do so to the detriment of their boss, the president of the United States. And I, I should mention here, Glenn, it's important for the American people to think about this for a minute. You have right now ongoing conversations uh, on Capitol Hill in Washington uh, about a so-called border security deal. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a border security deal being pushed by a lot of Democrats as they try to extract votes out of Republicans to support the $106 billion supplemental aid package, most of which goes to Ukraine. That can't get across the line, so a bunch of Democrats uh, are teaming up with a small handful of Senate Republicans and negotiating border security language. But this development yesterday, I mean, I had concerns about it prior to this anyway, concerns that I've discussed with you, concerns relating to the fact that the the border security crisis right now is is not 
uh, as much as our immigration laws are in need of of reform and updating and uh, and streamlining and and making simpler and clearer, this border security crisis was not caused by a lack of legislation giving the president and his administration authority to enforce the border. No, not at all. He's got more than enough tools to do that. The same laws that are in effect today were in effect when Trump was president, when he brought this border crisis that he faced down to essentially nothing. Mm -hmm. He got rid of it. So why in the Sam Hill are we negotiating with an administration under terms that would suggest to the American people that the border crisis is based on a lack of legislative authority to end it? It is not. And why would we trust that if we negotiate this language with the Biden administration, and it becomes law, that they'll enforce this any better, any more faithfully than they have enforced existing law. Right. That's a real question that I think we've got to wrestle with. Um, I would urge you to uh, call your Senate and your House members and uh, say, no negotiation. Um, Maybe we release money after, uh, and we can release it slowly over the year, but no, I'm, I'm not interested I'm not interested in any Democrat deal um, with their president acting the way he is on the border and even defying the blue states, you know, the mayors of New York and Chicago and Detroit and everywhere else. Everybody is starting to feel this now. And I think, Mike, you're right. This uh, Supreme Court decision and what the administration does might be uh, a real eye-opening experience for people who are independents. Thank you so much, Mike. I appreciate it. God bless you. Thank you, Glenn. Stay safe. American Financing is our sponsor. This is the time of year when everybody's looking to get their finances in order. Not only are taxes coming right around the corner, but there are things that are just more difficult and frightening uh, with inflation nibbling at your bank account. Here's the one thing. You don't have to take it lying down. Some great news for homeowners in the form of interest rates that have dropped and are now in the fives. That's a lot lower than they've been in a really long time. And if you've been buried in high interest credit card debt, this could be your chance to break free with American financing. They'll help you access the cash in your home to pay off that debt. Last year, the average person in this audience that, you know, called um, uh, American financing and, and found a way to have them help. They were saved an average of $854 every month. Think about how that's like giving yourself a $10,000 raise. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334. APR for the rates in the five starts at 6.275% for well-qualified buyers. Call 800-906-2440 for details about credit costs and terms. The following content identifies as a commercial. Isn't that lovely? The Glenn Beck Program. We'll be right back. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck Program. Uh, let's go to uh, Alan in uh, Maine. Hello, Alan. Hi, Glenn. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. You bet. I, I, it's a great opportunity to talk to you. Uh, you've been bringing up the southern border, and up here in Maine, we have been struggling. 
to get anybody to bring up this conversation right now. We have over 300 illegal Chinese grow operations up here in Maine. I'm sorry, I'm a little nervous, Glenn. Oh, don't worry um, about it. It's only just you and me and 10 million others. I know, you're just my hero. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we, we have one place up here called The Main Wire. They're, they're an online uh, newspaper. They've brought it to us, uh, our attention in the state of Maine, and they're the only ones, not the Bangor Daily, not the Portland Press, which are our biggest newspapers. They don't even want to touch it. Glenn, these people are, glow- are, are growing are growing so much marijuana. It's in, it's in the millions of dollars. This, this is all going back to China, back to the Communist Party, which is funded Russia, which is funded Iran, and there's, just, there's, there's up to 300 of them. Right now in the state of Maine, Glenn, we have a houses, house crisis. We, we have a, we have a uh, energy crisis. I mean, this morning they're talking about getting rid of natural gas up here in Maine. Well, yesterday it was two Jeez. below zero. I mean, it was two below zero, Glenn. These people are really putting the horse before the cart. I mean, in every situation, but 300 homes in the state of Maine, they're, they're up to $300,000, $400,000 homes. We're not talking little shacks or trailers. We're talking nice suburbs. They're doing it in the, in the, in the woods. They're doing it where people can't see them doing it. And if, if you think they're not taking this money and buying guns up here in Maine and loading their houses full of weapons and full of anything that they can make money with, you are being foolish because all this money is going right back to China. And, and what, what makes me so angry is that we have a, a woman in office up here in Maine. Her name's Janet Mills, and she is just – she's closing her eyes and just pretending not to see it. And it's, it's driving it, – it, it's we, – we have a we have a crisis called fentanyl, but now we have a crisis that's affecting everybody, and that's, that's, that's housing. I mean, even up here in Maine, you have, you have uh, tent cities, things that we don't even see up here. I mean, Jeez. this used to be the way life should be. Yeah. Now it's, 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 just, it's, it's just like every other state gun. Like everything you warned us about, it's happening. And what scares us is that no one wants to deal with it. We have state troopers. Nobody, there, there's houses, Glenn, that are driving up light bills, up to $20,000 light bills. You can't tell me that CMP, which is our local uh, power supplier or, or, or any of them, aren't seeing these giant bills. Being, they don't care because they're all making money. They're all making money. I mean, uh, uh, the electric bills up here, Glenn, on average are up to 500 to $600 a month. And then you have people next door that are driving their house, their electric bills up to twenty, up to thirty thousand dollars. It's in, outrageous because you have electricians that are hooking these houses up with giant, giant meter boxes that can handle the power, and it, we're we're all supposed to not care. It, it, it's. I just wanted your audience to hear this because it's getting uh, it's out of control. Even up here in the sticks, up here in Maine, we are fighting it tooth and nail, Glenn. And it just uh, thank you to Steve Robinson, which which gives us the main wire. I mean, he is online. And like you've said before, there is real ghettos and he's being put in a digital ghetto, like you've said. And it's just, I keep, keep this conversation going, Glenn. We love you so much up here in Maine. Thank and, you. You know, I, I've heard the story about your son and stuff. And it's just so, it helps all of us to let you, let us know that you're real, that you're just mm. going through the same things that everybody else, Glenn, you know, we're all dealing with it. And we just love you so much. Glenn. Thank you. God, God bless you. you. God Thank you, you Alan. I hope Thank we you. have a chance to meet sometime. Although I doubt I'm ever going to get to Maine because you have to go through New York and New England to get there. So <laughs> well, we, <get laughs> heaven gone. we got heaven. Yeah. God bless you, Alan. Thank you. Uh, Lori in Nebraska. Hello, Lori. Hi, Glenn. Thank Hi. you for taking my call. You bet. So my husband and I live in rural Nebraska and our nearest shopping center is a Walmart about uh, 10 miles away. Mm. And over the course of the past year, we've noticed a lot of very strange activity. 
Um, and I, I've actually been followed twice now in the last year um, in the tractor supply store and the Walmart. And there's groups of young men, you know, age 20s, 30s, and they just wander the store. And they don't have a shopping cart. They don't have a shopping bag. They're not buying anything. And I don't know. We don't know what they're doing exactly, but there's just been a lot of strange activity going on. Um, I've been approached in the park. It's, it has gotten to the stage where um, my husband doesn't want me to shop in Crete, Nebraska alone. Are, this, um, are, these, are these gangs? Are these um, local they're, gangs? They're migrants. Are they? they're migrants. My husband's okay. European, and he knows a lot of languages. Yeah. And he doesn't, he's like, I don't recognize any of these languages that they're speaking. And they'll, they'll, kind of, they'll stand around the front entrance. And they, like I said, they don't have a shopping cart. They're not buying anything. I don't know what they're doing. I guess it's maybe a meetup place. But it's, like I said, I've been followed twice around the store. Um, I've been approached in parking lots. Um, I usually just get right back in the car and drive away. Yeah. But this is in Nebraska. And it didn't used to be this way two years ago. And we're not, we, it's just, I, Talk to a lot of people behind closed doors in the community. They see the exact same thing, and people are very concerned. And I don't normally get scared. I know. <laughs> but I, <clears throat> I, I went grocery shopping, I think, six times in 2023, and my husband just does it now. I, I will tell you that uh, my wife uh, says exactly the same thing. Lori, can you hang on? I'd like to get you a, a burner launch, a, a, a burner launcher. It is... It's a non-lethal weapon. Looks just like a gun, but it's kinetic rounds and then uh, tear gas. Um, and my wife doesn't want to pull a gun unless she's absolutely sure. And she's been in situations where I wish she would have had her gun in the glove box. This one she'll carry uh, and she would use if she's in danger. I want to send one to you uh, so you are you are God safe. Bless. God bless you. Thank 20, you. Twenty percent markup, we should say. Above the, we'll both buy one from Burnham. We'll sell it to you for the markup. <laughs> really? Is that what we were? I was going to give it to her for free, but yeah, come on, make a profit. Our We're capitalism. Going, come yeah, come on. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Uh, I want to talk to you about a couple of things. First, we're going to touch on the uh, New Hampshire primaries. We'll have full coverage tomorrow what's going on, but we'll look at some of the polls and would love to talk to you if you've gone out and voted yet. What you're seeing, what you're experiencing, how does it feel compared to other 
uh, other days of primaries uh, because effectively the primary could be over uh, with New Hampshire. I mean, I don't think that Nikki Haley is going to quit. Um, I think she's, I mean, why would she? Um, but, you know, if, if, if it's a cleaning of everybody's clock tonight by Donald Trump, I think the, the message is very, very clear. We'll get to that coming up in just a second. Stand by. First, Patriot Mobile. Building a parallel economy is up to us. It's up to you. It's up to me. And whenever, wherever possible, we have to support businesses that stand for the things we stand for and provide great goods and services in the process. Because businesses captured by leftist ideology do not get it. Not until they hit rock bottom. Sports Illustrated might be getting it right now. They might be like, hey, wait a minute. Maybe that wasn't a great idea. This is why I love Patriot Mobile. They get it. And their, their goal, their, um, you know, their, their mission statement is so much bigger than just a mobile phone company. Their mission statement is to passionately defend our God-given constitutional rights and freedoms and to glorify God always in all things. So they are, they know who they are. They know who we are. They know what country they're in. And they give you the same great coverage because they're on the same cell towers as the big three. You'll get the same exact coverage. So if you like your coverage, you're going to get it from Patriot Mobile but you'll get it at a discount. You'll get it by paying less. You'll save money and your money will be going towards things that are like in our schools, trying to help us get all of this crap out of our school and return to sanity and the constitution. That's what Patriot Mobile does. Go to patriotmobile.com slash back, patriotmobile.com slash back or call 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. All right. Let me start with uh, let me start with what's happening uh, in New Hampshire today. Stu, can you give us an update and a read on everything? Sure. Um, obviously, the primaries on both sides going on in sort of weird fashion, where the Democrats have a primary, but it is non-binding and no delegates will be awarded for it. And so, Joe Biden is so not on the why ballot. Why would you go out and vote if you were a Democrat? It's interesting. I mean, the I would say reason number one is there's a lot of people telling you to do it. They're spending a lot of money on the ground, mailers, uh, signs out in front of the polling places saying, please write in Joe Biden. But who's doing that? It's not that's not the Democratic Party because the Democratic Party and Joe Biden are the ones. Yeah, they are the ones that said, basically, we don't want the New Hampshire primary to exist. We're going to defranchise, disenfranchise. Mm -hmm. The voters yep. in two entire states by by just canceling their voice, right? Um, and of course, that's democracy, as you know. That's how oh, you yeah, that's how you sure. execute democracy. Of it is. And, and you do execute democracy that yes. way, but not not in the way of that's process. The way Hitler did it. Yeah, uh, so <laughs> he was voted in. I just want to remind you. Mm. So um, you have a situation there with the Democrats, where every indication is that. The people in the White House want this to happen without saying they want it to happen. They're going in back channels right, okay. and 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 underlings and all these different ways to basically get the people in New Hampshire to not yeah. embarrass him by having Dean Phillips or right. Marianne Williamson win the primary. Right. When you know when you know when you look at things and you're like, hey, that's hope and change. That's what you're looking for. Something okay. that's kind of buried and kind of going back room alleys. and So it's pathetic on yeah. every stance. 
the interesting part of that is that because of this sort of late surge of in, it, telling independent voters, most voters in New Hampshire are independent. There's only there's a small percentage that are Republicans and Democrats. Most are independent. And that allows them, if they're independent, to go to either primary. Mm-hmm. The main thrust of the importance here, as far as the Republican primary, is that these voters who are Democratic-leading independents are, would be likely Haley voters and instead are being encouraged by the Democrats to vote in the Democratic primary to vote for Joe Biden. This is hurting Haley and not helping her in the in the final moments here. However, all intents and purposes, Trump's big victory in Iowa... Uh, combined with everything else going on, seems to have him increasing his lead. And I, I'd like to ask you this question, Glenn, and get your impression on it, because you figure eh, maybe 5% of the vote is going to go to somebody else, you know, straggler votes for other candidates that are still out there. But mm-hmm. say there's 95% of the vote that's going to go to Haley or Trump today. Mm-hmm. What percentage does Haley need to get to 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 be able to coherently argue she should continue? Like if she loses I think to, 50 to 45, is that yeah, enough? Yeah, I was going to say, I think within five points of striking, that would tell a story. Mm-hmm. To, over 10, I don't think you really have a story. Over 20, I mean, it's a joke. Over, over. Over, over. Right. So, you know, uh, yeah, because you're, you're at a situation there where what's the argument? Now, I think the only argument for Haley is the thing that we've talked about for months, which is this sort of idea of a two-tiered primary. Where- In case of... Uh, fire break glass mm-hmm. you've got to mm-hmm. have somebody that uh, has some delegate count uh, in case they throw him in jail okay if they throw trump in jail and he's not able to run i think he is able to run nowhere in the constitution says you cannot run a campaign from jail yep. and it's been done okay. before yep it has um but uh you know, I think there's a lot of Republicans, uh, you know, the Mitch McConnell's of the world that wouldn't mind seeing that happen. Um, but then what happens? How what what happens to those delegates if he doesn't run from jail? And right. Uh, I mean, Pick, picture a scenario where we get. I don't know, two thirds of the way through the primary process and Haley decides to hang on and just run a bare bones campaign where she Casey. stays on the ballots and she does interviews here and there but doesn't isn't running a full-fledged expensive campaign Mm -hmm. and each one of these states goes in and each one of these states will have a trump protest vote a bunch of people will say i want anyone but trump this will happen in each state and maybe it's 20 percent, maybe it's 15 percent, maybe it's 30 percent given given the state and in those states nikki haley racks up delegates where she where at the end of this process trump has I don't know, 80% of the delegates that have been awarded so far, and Haley has 20%. This is just throwing this out there. Then something happens with Donald Trump in the legal realm, or God only knows what it is. Let's, let's not even speculate as to what it is, but something happens where Trump all of a sudden maybe should either is being uh, legally prevented from being the nominee, or the party steps in and does something to prevent him from being the nominee. If Who knows? the party steps in to stop him, it's unlikely. It's, I mean, they, look, it is this is Donald Trump party. Let's be I honest know. about it. This is there's no longer any point in talking about the quote unquote establishment in the Republican Party. Donald Trump is the establishment in the Republican well, Party. At he this point. is. And that's OK. How, it's different than the old establishment, yeah, which is why but people the old like establishment him. is still holding very Some crucial do. keys of power. Mitch McConnell, for yes. example. OK, yes. so uh, there are that definitely does exist. If that happens. And Trump, for some reason, can't run. God forbid it's a health problem. And he just decides he doesn't want to run. Hit you know, whatever it is. Whatever. God forbid. So you have, then you go to a place where this is all of a sudden open again. 
and Nikki Haley has 20% of the delegates, is able to be the only person on the ballot in the rest in the remaining states, she increases that percentage. Again, this is long shot crazy territory, but because of what we're looking at, it's something to truly be considered. So, and there has to be a backup plan if something happens. Considering they've got, I mean, they're they, coming after him from, with ninety-one fel- ninety-one accounts here. Can they not reassign? Cannot Trump people, if let's say he's unable to run, he's hit by a bus. Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise! It was a Nikki Haley bus, but he's in, <laughs> <laughs> he's hit by a bus and he can't run. Okay, right. And she's very sorry right. about it. Um, uh, if that happens. I believe the delegates can switch their their pledge mm-hmm. to another candidate, mm-hmm. and Trump's uh, Trump's uh, would not go to anybody. I think except uh, the governor of Florida. I think it's possible, right? But and this is a key word that you would hear in this situation often would be suspended. All these people are suspending their campaigns; yes. they are not they are ending them. So they could theoretically unsuspend their campaigns and all of a sudden be candidates again. But right. again, if if you go into the uh, process there, when you have 30% of the delegates already, you don't need to win that many of the Trump delegates to your side. There could be plenty of people in those groups that would do all sorts of things. Who knows? Trump would control them. My understanding is Trump controls them all the way. But right. again, if something happens to him, who yeah, knows how that plays out? To him. And the that's all line I'm is concerned about. Unknowns, unknowns, unknowns. Mm-hmm. When you have unknowns, you have insurance policies. And if you are Nikki Haley, you can make, I'm sure she can make a coherent argument in her head that just rack up delegates and see what happens. What just else some, am I going to do? My, my, is, is her, does she have a future in the Republican Party? Um, I, I think the answer to that is limited. It's a limited future if she has one. Maybe she does. I mean, maybe she could become a senator. or maybe she, It's not impossible. I think she'd make a great senator. Uh, yeah, it's not impossible. Um, but where Ron DeSantis has a clear incentive to get out of the race, endorse Trump, and say, I'm with you guys. I'm not messing this up for you. I don't know that Nikki Haley has that same incentive. And now that she's alone, maybe she convinces herself to go on if she gets 40. If she loses 60-40 in this primary tonight, that's a pretty devastating defeat in a one-on-one race. But... She got 40% of the vote in a state. She might get 30% in South Carolina. That's quite plausible. These aren't huge wins, but that will they will give her delegates and yeah. you know and give her an argument to continue. Again, I just want to be the clock on the wall that just says, cuckoo, this is not normal. Cuckoo, this is not normal. New things happening every day. And I'm excited to see how they're gonna work out. All right. Uh, let me go to our sponsor. It's Genucell. So are you tired of trying to look like Liv Tyler, but you keep looking like Steven Tyler? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait. I don't know if either... Yeah, misunderstood. Mm-hmm. It's possible. Well, if you've got three minutes to spare in the mornings, I have a solution for you. Gen 90. It's the new instant wrinkle treatment from GenuCell. Gen 90 instantly reduces the appearances of wrinkles anywhere you use it, around the eyes, the forehead, the crow's feet, the laugh lines, even the chin, and it starts working in seconds. Gen 90 technology is luxurious, nourishing, and silk smooth, and best of all, it starts working in seconds. You'll know because you'll feel the tingle every time you use it. That's why GenuCell has 400% more customer loyalty than any other skin brand. Uh, And look... Gen 90 is on sale now at GenuCell.com. It's included in the bestseller packages. You can get this right now. And there's all sorts of stuff you can try. You can try crazy stuff you find on the internet. I wouldn't recommend that. 
Try Gen 90. Make your fine lines and wrinkles disappear wherever they are and before you even leave the room, or you're going to get your money back, so there's no risk here. Go to GenuCell.com slash Beck. Free shipping on all orders right now. GenuCell.com slash Beck. G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. So, uh... My wife is yelling at me now. Uh, I mean, I'm, I, look at me. I just look like I'm maybe a day and a half away from death. Mm-hmm. Uh, I looked at myself in the mirror the other day, and like I'm getting these dark circles and everything under my eyes, and I'm like, dude, I don't know what's happening with you, but <laughs> that is an inaccurate reflection in the mirror. That's these mirrors, not the way, these, a lot of them are from China. They don't right. reflect reality anymore. That is anymore. not what I feel like on the inside because <laughs> I'm. I look at the mirror and I'm like, "Holy cow, you look bad." You want to sit down for a while? Can I call you a doctor? Um, but uh, one of the things is I have to. <laughs> I'm watching. I'm watching TV now. Uh, holding my eyelids up okay because i have this thing like clockwork orange yeah i think so Mm -hmm. yeah like if i could get that thing from 1984 that forced the eyes open and Mm -hmm. i didn't i would be fine with it it's like i can it's like i'm seeing everything in cinematic uh detail you know it's a very very long (laughs) but narrow letter letterbox i'm letterboxing everything now because i can't keep I, I don't know. I thought it was from fatness. I said to the doctor, he said, open your eyes. And I said, I can't open my eyes any more than this. And he's like, no, come on, open your eyes. And I'm like, I can't open my eyes any more than this, doc. And he's like, wow. And I said, I know. It's because I'm fat and all that weight is pushing down on my eyes. And he's like, no, that's not what it is. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh, wow, something not having to do with being fat, really? Mm-hmm. So I have to go have the surgery. And I was convinced because he said some people that the, the muscles – detach or whatever from their eyelids i don't know i wasn't really listening Mm -hmm. uh and uh and so then i i went to try try to find a doctor and it's like a plastic surgery thing and i'm like wait i don't want plastic i don't want to look like joe biden Mm. you know what i mean right and it's a plastic surgery thing and i thought it was like well because of the muscles and everything and it might be but it's done by a plastic surgeon so I'm immediately skeptical that I'm going to come out looking like, I don't know, the cat lady. I don't think that's how plastic surgery works. Don't know. Um, I'm pretty sure that's a, the overuse of plastic surgery that it, it gets you to the, the, the cat lady <laughs> situation. I, I don't know if they have to cut like part of my eyelid off so mm-hmm. they don't have like maybe I won't have eyelashes. I don't know. But everything I look at now, it's like letterbox and I see it's fuzzy on the <laughs> It's fuzzy on the frame because of my eyelashes. Oh, really? Yeah. You know mm. how you like squint yeah, and you yeah, get that yeah, blur? Okay, you know. Yeah. So I have letterbox. I'm missing a lot of life right now because it's, I feel bad, honestly. I don't know. Do Asians have this problem? Is everything in, I don't know. I don't, you know. Because uh, maybe- I'm, I'm squint. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not, I can't open them all the way up. Mm-hmm. Um, that's. Yeah, I don't, I don't know exactly don't how know. that would work. Yeah, um, I don't know either. Mm-hmm. I feel bad if that is the case. Never thought that was the case. Mm-hmm. But if it is the case, because I'm experiencing it right now, mm-hmm. I feel bad for continents of people. For con- <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Again, 
you are technically a doctor in one very strange way, but I wouldn't say you're necessarily a doctor no, of the eyes. No, uh, uh, no, I'm really not. Uh, I'm really not. Yeah. Especially now, I couldn't read the literature. Like, I couldn't read, like, okay, <laughs> take the scissors, be... pull your eyelid out, mm-hmm. and snip here. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's so, a, there's a lot there to be to be learned. Um, and I, a lot. I, I would say you wouldn't want Glenn operating on you. I just want you to know mm-hmm. that... Uh, if I come back looking like Joe Biden at some point, it was not my intention. It was I don't have a problem with aging or anything else. It was not my intention. It was not. No. Do, do you think anybody goes in and says, I'd like to look a little more like Joe Biden? I don't think so. No, I don't yeah, think I don't there's think a lot. I don't think so either. No. Wasn't she, and it's funny because, you know, you've, you remember, remember uh, what was the show, Parks and Rec? Um, with Amy Poehler. She was yeah, in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and remember that Joe Biden was like the heartthrob? of her oh yeah, yeah she yeah, was yeah, like the yeah, idol yeah. and yeah. like you know partially politically yeah. but like yeah she seemed to have the hots for joe biden yeah well i don't understand is, it and i don't want to meet was that a thing or like that like i mean was it wasn't uh, a thing like in the 70s no, where people are like I you remember. know joe biden's hot no. we all know hunter does really well with the ladies that he pays really well um and i think yeah the more i've yeah. noticed well, the more you pay women for designated service yeah like that it probably yeah. the better you do well, maybe we I don't. Hunter. I'm, 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 I'm not. I'm not really sure. I just know I don't want to look like him. I don't want to look like Nancy Pelosi. I don't want to come out like, you know, yeah. you'll raise your eyebrows and your mouth closes. I, I mm-hmm. want to stay away from any of that. Yeah, the Nancy Pelosi looks not a good one either. Mm. No. Have you really seen anybody who has had plastic surgery and you're like, that's a good look? Well, I think the point of it would be you don't know, right? Like if, if it's good plastic surgery, you probably don't know. Like I have, I'd imagine a lot of these you know, celebrities, Hollywood celebrities, you're like, wow, they still look good and they're 62. And you're like, well, they probably had some stuff done, but they've done it. They had done by people who know what they're doing, right? It's not like- Or they knew when to say stop. Or, I think that's a big part too. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like the target needs to be like your age minus eight- and Not f- your age minus 35. And I feel bad. Like, I really do feel bad. Have you watched uh, Monarch, the uh, the show on, I don't know, Netflix or Amazon? What, what, what age period? Would it, uh, how many fancy hats are in it? No fancy hats. It's Monarch. It's uh, Godzilla. It's a series on Godzilla. Oh, no, I've not seen and, it. Um, and uh, what's his name? Goldie Hawn's husband. Uh, Russell? Uh, yeah, yeah. Kurt Russell. Russell uh, Kurt Russell? Kurt Russell. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I mean... He's still, he's in this, you know, he's in this show and he's got to be, I don't know, 75. And it doesn't look like he's had any plastic surgery and he can get away with it. But you don't see Goldie Hawn on, I mean, if you're a woman, it's like, yeah, we don't want to look at that anymore. Isn't that bad? I mean, that's really bad. Yeah. That, that I mean, was- unless you're like Dame Judi Dench, you know, she's, she's aged gracefully and, you know. You're not objectifying Dame Judy Dench at all. I but don't know about that. I think some people definitely have the hots. Really? Uh, well, for good old Dame Judy Dench. If they had, uh, you know, if they if they had the hots for Joe Biden, I mean, why not? Sure. Uh, by the way, Kurt Russell, 72. 72. 72 years old. Looking good? Well, I mean, for 72. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I was growing up, 70 was like, okay, you're going to die. At any time. I mean, life expectancy still is what, right around 80. Yeah, like well, but I remember, like, you know, when I was little, like, everybody was dying, like, at 65. It yeah. was like, okay. Oh, Grandpa's retiring? Night, night. Uh, you oh. know, start somebody, somebody start digging in the backyard. Grandpa just hit 65. 
And uh, it's not that way anymore. Mm. Not that way anymore. Mm-hmm. But poor, poor Grandpa. That was that was a sad yeah. for Grandpa. This is probably uh, something stations you should edit out before. Uh-huh. Oh, we're live. Mm. Mm. We shouldn't be live. Why were we? Why yeah, were, why were we live? Who That's made that decision? That's a really idea. bad idea. See, that's called humor, and that's what we always get in trouble for. (laughs) Anyway, uh, let me ask you a simple question. When you're about to undertake something as difficult and potentially financially risky as buying or selling a home, you want somebody who really understands uh, the things, how they work, how modern advertising for homes works. You have to have somebody who has driven and spent enough money to drive people to their website so people will find your house. And in... The cases of really good real estate agents, they already have people looking for a house just like yours. All they have to do is just post it. Now, get an actual expert in the field on best practices, somebody who has done it time and time again. This is the biggest investment of your life. I started real estate agents I trust with my brother a number of years ago to help knock it out of the park when it comes to home buying and selling and helping you find the really great qualified person in your area who are the best of the best. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Free service for you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. And it's blazetv.com slash Glenn. Code Glenn30 for 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. So it's 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 one of those shows where I I I've kind of given up, you know, and it's like, eh, whatever. Uh, and those uh, those uh, are always fun. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. You know, I, know I'm ha- I know I'm having fun, Glenn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know you are. Mm-hmm. I know you are. Well, it started as a very difficult day today. You know. Yeah, I would say. Would you say, Glenn, the country's a bit on edge? I think it is. Mm-hmm. I think that's safe to say. Yeah. Yeah. That's how, that's what I detect. I yeah. detect the country as a whole just a tad on the edge. Maybe just you know they're okay. I mean, let's just say you know, if 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 the United States was an apartment building, mm-hmm. uh about 80% of its citizens would be on the ledge looking down at the traffic right now. Yeah, right. And, and longingly, right, and longingly at the Hyundai Sonata right, riding below them, right, and mm-hmm. there's not really anybody down there with a bullhorn mm-hmm. uh, that's saying anything. But I don't know. Give it a whirl. Might be better. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't block traffic if you can. Yeah. Land on the sidewalk. Yeah. So uh, no, it, it does seem that way, and I think it's it's interesting. I mean, I think this is a for the conservative uh, audience mm-hmm. uh, probably mm-hmm. a good. Mm-hmm. Day generally, right? Right? Like, I think. Oh, it's, the, I think it's a good day. The overwhelming uh, favorability for Donald Trump and the Republican voting populace is, I think, well reflected here, and probably will be reflected tonight. You never know. I mean, there are some you know, reports on the ground for New Hampshire. Oh, actually, everyone's showing up, and it's going to. You know, we hear this every single election. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't expect anything out of the ordinary mm-hmm. uh, today, and I, I am. It is interesting to think about the, this process as a whole, though. Which is weird, right? Like the fact that we go to Iowa and then New Hampshire, mm-hmm. and then, like, 
it's just over. Like, I, no one in Texas certainly is voting in this primary in, in a way that it will likely matter. Um, you know, everyone, you know, and that's just the state I'm in. Every 48 other states are saying, yeah, like, we didn't really get a voice here. It's a weird thing. I, I, I actually believe this. I don't think we should do it like this anymore. <laughs> I, I, and I'm I, with you on are that. Are you? Because yeah. I, I don't know if I'm in the majority or not on this one. But, like, I honestly think the contest we're talking about, okay, mm-hmm. is a national contest. Mm-hmm. The fact that you can't figure out how to win a national contest for the primary is a problem. Like, we can all act yeah. like winning Iowa by itself is really important or New Hampshire is really important and impressive, and it is. But it's a different ball game, right? The rules are different. The things you yeah, do but, are different. But here's the problem with that. Um, first of all, you are not a dictator, and you can't make all the states do it the way you want to do. I, if okay. I could be like Joe Biden, I could uh, do that. Well, okay, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the other thing is, is it will keep people out that don't have massive war chests. You know, I don't know about that, though. Let me, let me push back against that a little bit. Uh-huh. Number one. It's really, really hard to buy a national primary or let's call it a regional primary. Maybe you do you break it into four regions and do four different days. But like it would be hard to buy that because it's too expensive for everyone. It's no longer difficult to buy one of these early states because there's so much money flowing into them. So now you kind of do, in a way, push out smaller candidates. I know there's, you know, you get to go to all the counties and all that stuff and there's something to that. But like. You, you're not going to do that in the general election. It's a different skill set that's important and can be important in certain states. But I would argue, Glenn, you know, with social media the way it is now, with access to media the way it is now, it's not the same as 1954. Yeah, I, I, I agree I, I with think you. Like but you, I mean, you know, let me play the devil's advocate here. I mean, I'd feel bad for Iowa. I mean, who would go to Iowa then? Every four years, people show up and they're like, hey, you know what? I'm going to. Every hotel is sold out. I'm going to Every spend corn dog money. is sold. Yeah. Yes. I know. I know. That's yeah. true. And it would not be as. I mean, some people would go. <laughs> but you're right. Just like. Again, in the, I'd like to remind this is one of those shows where we just you're don't just care. We're offending everybody. We've, we got we've it. given up. Yeah. We've given up. Uh, but like, I think with the access to social media, more than ever, you have an opportunity to spread your message at low cost. And and, yeah. and honestly, like this process, I mean, especially is this especially, process getting us uh, the the bootstrapped candidate, like I don't know Mitt Romney, yeah. the, the bootstrapped no, I mean, candidate, like Donald Trump, a multi billionaire. Okay, like, what? Right. so you're oh, making good points. The here, guy but, who got hundreds of millions of dollars from China is now the president I, of the United I, States. You at least have a chance to see the candidates and meet the candidates, and they have a chance to meet and see and hear you. But I'm not in Iowa. I'm yeah, not in New I, Hampshire. I've met them all i've heard tons about them okay right yeah i'm not saying i've actually physically met them but like you know they were talking i was listening to some interview today and they're like yeah you know i you know joe biden didn't come here for the primary but you know he's been running since 1972 so we you know all of my relatives have met him six and seven times all right like i guess that's one way to win but like it's not reality you're 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 not talking these candidates aren't going to meet 
the everyday voters six or seven times in New Mexico or no. North Carolina, which are also important states. I'm just saying that. Show you can put together the same type of organization that can win a general right. election to right. win a primary. And using the Internet is a great idea, especially now that we have no misinformation <laughs> and the government is just going to make sure that all voices are heard that, you know, need to be heard. It's true. I mean, like, yeah. I understand that, but I don't think that... N- that is just as applicable during a general election campaign. This is the thing I hate about some certain uh, certain sports, where uh, baseball is my my ultimate example of this. Is where you have to go. You through, just hate America's past. I'm just going to hit this real quick, and I know Glenn's not going to understand it, but for you, the audience, you go through the entire year needing five starters, mm-hmm. right, to get through 162 games. Mm-hmm. Then you get into a playoff series, and it's a three game series, and you only need three starters. It's like a totally different build of your team. To get through this. Now, this might sound a little bit like someone whose team has lost multiple short series in a row. So I would just throw that out the window for a second. No, I don't. But my point is like the person who can perform well in a national or at least regional primary is likely the, the candidate that will perform well in a general election where they're doing the same thing, not a totally different thing that they're doing in one small state. Where they don't need any money and they don't need to raise the money. They they can go door to door and meet Bob and Karen and everyone else who's going to be at the voting booth. I just but don't the know the most is, thing. And I'd like to have a voice in it the, too. Right. The the but the voice of of California, which no nobody's ever going to California. And I mean, they'd be stabbed to death. Not enough Secret Service for people to go campaign in California. <laughs> but that's a different story. But let's just use California sure. as an example. There's nobody weirder than the people in California right on the coast, right? Okay. I mean, mm-hmm. you have to, I mean, a candidate should be exposed to them so they can go, holy crap, we've got to do something about those people out in California, okay? And the only ones that are probably more weird are the ones in Hawaii. So there's a good reason to take a star off a flag, maybe even two. A president won't know that. Unless he goes out and actually sees for himself. Because he'd be like, you know, the Golden State. It's nice. I've seen it on TV. Baywatch right. was great. <laughs> you know. Oh, it and, was. Uh, uh, you know, I think it would. In, I will say this. If you had this possibility, you'd have different, interesting, different things pop up. For example, what we have in Iowa. People go there. They talk about ethanol and farm policy. Yes. And we get all these updates. Like, what about like pooper scooper policy? In California, yeah. How do you get the poop off the streets? You got to have the you, president. That's a job only the president can do. Right. That's you know? true. It's got to be a nationalized issue. But right. can't, wouldn't it be fun instead of seeing people go to the Iowa State Fair? They're just going, we're walking around the streets of LA just with a pooper scooper in a plastic bag and just picking up human feces and oh, putting it in. I would like in. that. That would be. I that's like the type that. of door-to-door retail vote, campaigning I want. If we turn this whole thing around and we look at candidates that have already won. And we go back into the booth and say, which candidate should have to now spend his whole time just picking up the poop on the streets in California? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd show up at the polls. <laughs> I think a lot of people would, show, you know, I think there'd be a higher turnout for that one. I'd watch where I stepped when I walked toward the polls. But yes, uh, yeah, I, I'd show yeah. up. I'd show up to to see that happen. Yeah. See, so. I I feel like this would be an interesting change to consider. Like if you had a Northeast, West, South four days over four weeks in a month where it's not, you know, like it's nice to have a little bit of the winnowing process, I think, but like prove that you can do something before uh, you have to do it in a bigger venue, right? Do the thing you're supposed to don't do a totally different thing and show I can win in, in a couple of small States do 
like Super Tuesday is a good example of that. If you can win on, if you can do really well on Super Tuesday, you're showing something that's similar to what you're going to need to accomplish in November. Oh. Winning in Iowa is not similar to what you're going to do in 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 November. I'm sorry, it's a totally different thing. Well, little Jimmy Muckenfutch, who was just running to be president because he was trying to raise enough money for children without eyelids, uh, doesn't get a chance because Jimmy doesn't have enough money for a, even a regional campaign. Oh my gosh! Okay. And, uh, and Jimmy was running for office. He was running for office. He wanted to run. He for wanted office. to run for office. But I've just he taken him gonna, out of the process. You took him out, and now what? all those people that were born without eyelids—they're not going to have any eyelids. I mean, you now dry their eyes are going to be—they're going to be very dry, very dry, and they may have dry. to have your eye surgery. It's yeah. To well, no, they would. Uh, you know, maybe I could give him some of my eyelids because I apparently have too much, too much eyelid. Yeah, that's a big or lazy problem. eyelid. I don't know what it is. Whatever but. it is. I would like mm-hmm. if I if you happen to be someone in America who doesn't happen to live in Iowa or New Hampshire would like to have some opinion okay, as to how what about happens this? in this race. How about we rotate? So like yeah, but, every time there's three new states. You never know. I mean, I think that's better than what we do now. I think there's a thing where like the structures are so well built in these states, you know, everyone knows yeah, how yeah, to yeah. do it and then like there's a game yeah. plan that that's why I think it keeps happening. So you want, let's say, we just say, hey, let's just roll the dice. And the first three primaries are Oregon, Washington State, and California. I don't think rolling the dice would be a good way of doing it. I think yeah. you'd try to capture some element of what the party would look like or what the electorate would look like. Yeah, okay. Um, so right. rolling the dice might be a little bit yeah, difficult. Yeah, because I wouldn't want California, Oregon, and Washington I wouldn't want any of them separately deciding who the president was going to be. Why? Just have a have a primary day. We all just know when it's coming. It's it's I don't know March first, and everyone goes on March first, and you just go and you vote wherever you are, just like the actual election. And what, what people about cast those, their votes for their candidates? You get what a couple about months those to poor up. veterans that lost their legs and can't make it. You want to just take the. You just oh, want we're going to mail them the like vote 42 away? ballots oh, okay. each. They can just they fill them out for you. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, All right. We got that. that. Yeah, yeah, course, yeah. Yeah. I was just <laughs> wanted to make sure. Several years ago, I completely changed the way I sleep for the better. I started using a little product called the MyPillow. I really thought I would hate this. Uh, and it turns out I did. And uh, I said that to Mike Lindell. He came into my office. He's like, what, what do you think of the pill? And I said, well, you know, it's um, – and he said – Wow, you don't like it. And I said, nah, I'm, I'm a really bad liar. I don't. I don't. He said, uh, I think you have the wrong size. And I said, is that a fat joke? And he said, no, but you are a big boy. So uh, maybe we get you the bigger pillow. And that's what it was. I needed the bigger pillow. I have an enormous head. Uh, and in many ways, I mean, not just ego, but it's really big. It's a large noggin. It's large. No hats fit me. Anyway. You can get 50% off. <laughs> I feel bad for you, the listener, tuning in. Yeah. Going, what the hell has happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the way I feel about the country every day. So, <laughs> yeah, you get 50% off the MyPillow 2.0, or how about their 50% off their new flannel sheets and their six-pack towel set. They're going for twenty nine ninety eight right now. MyPillow appreciates your support. And uh, they love they love to show it. So uh, 
you can get their free shipping, especially on larger items such as mattress toppers. It really becomes important. 100% made in the USA, on sale now for $99.99. You also find sales on the kitchen towels, the dog beds, blankets, and so much more. Promo code BECK. Find the offer now, MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square. Check out everything I've mentioned and more on sale now. 1-800-966-3117. 800-966-3117. MyPillow.com. You're listening to the swinging sounds of Glenn Beck. Sit tight, boys and girls. We'll be right back after these messages. Well, Governor Sununu is uh, doing his rounds, uh, pushing for uh, Nikki Haley today. Um, voters are, are coming out now, I guess what I'm hearing is that the polls numbers are light. I don't know if that's true. Um, but, uh, it is at some, let me go to Sue in New Hampshire. How are you, how are the, uh, crowds at the polls? They were almost non-existent. Is that unusual? Yeah. You, I, when I pulled in, I thought, well, maybe this is because the Democrats are not voting, mm. because there was hardly anybody there. Yeah. Um, were the Republicans there? or? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, while I was riding through town, I saw a truck with a Trump flag and an American flag on it. Yeah. So I think they're out there. Yeah. Okay. Sue, thank you. Thank you for going out and voting today. Carol in New Hampshire, what's your experience? Did you vote yet? Oh, hi, Glenn. Yeah, I live in a a really rural, mountain, small area, and we vote in a little tiny school. And I actually thought I was in the wrong place. I saw no signs. I saw nothing uh, going on. It was weird. I got in. There was hardly anybody there, and I left. And around here in this area, in the mountains, I haven't seen a lot of signs, which normally you do, like where I grew up in Ohio. Mm-hmm. But the few signs I saw were hazy. Well, she's, it's you know, she's nervous. Yeah, she's spending an awful lot of money up there. It's interesting. I've heard this from rep- Glenn, t- tons of reports. I live in mm, such okay. a rural area. I get a post office box. I had nine flyers for Nikki Haley the other day. She's spending a fortune. She's spending uh, in a that state fortune. I mean, it's her last stand, Thanks, basically. Carol. Yeah, uh, a bunch of reporters have have said the same thing. They're just not seeing. People have been there year after year after year for primary after primary, and they are not seeing the lawn, the lawn signs, the yard signs that they normally would see. There's so, no energy. I mean, I mean, it's, is yeah. this because Biden? Uh, disenfranchised so many people is he suppressing the vote i think so is that what's happening i do think so i think it's really weird that you would go into a place and you're not you've gone there over and over and over again you're not seeing any signs you're not it's not marked i mean that that's a problem um but let's make sure that doesn't happen in november get involved at your voting sites get involved the glenn beck program